0: LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime
1: Jam Session with DJ Ronma S., Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 256. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S.,
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I'm mako And we have currently had the max amount of rupees you can get in The Legend of Zelda. Huh? In the original Legend of Zelda, the max amount of rupees you could get, I believe, was 256. Was no, like it was 255. 255. Yeah.
2: It, was, it was given a, a. The rupees were determined with a hexadecimal parser. Yeah.
1: 256
2: total values. So 0 to 255.
1: Close enough. Mm-hmm. I, I know it was somewhere in it, fifty-five, fifty-six. I just couldn't fully remember which one it was. So
2: you max out your rupees, buy the blue ring, and you're left with five rupees on hand.
1: Ah, uh, you know that's up the back of your hand.
2: <laughs> but against was my only friend when I was a kid. <laughs>
1: well, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, they were mine too. You know. Oh man. We are live tonight, week of March 15, 2016, here on the VOG Network. Now, as I said before, this week was supposed to be the um podcast reunion episode, but things have fallen apart, so the uh episode will be is at a uh, status of TBD to be determined. So once we get it all put together, y'all will know. Uh so we are here live Tuesdays at 9 p.m. East where replays Thursdays at two. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clans such as Merck, XChat, Chat Zillik, use IRC.gamesurge.net. Chat room is Vogue, VOG, V O G. Or you can head on over to Anime dot Session.com slash VOG Network. And there is an IRC link on the page. If you click on that, that'll bring you directly to the chat room. So come on in. Water's just fine. Check ins are live. And don't forget, every week we post um, our synopsis on the forums. So we want to hear from you. So if you can't um... give us a call on Skype or email, just swing by the forums and let us know what you think. And now we're going to kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh,
2: not really been a good week. Things think been really stressful and crazy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I haven't been able to sign the lease for my new apartment yet. The mm-hmm. uh, shit at home is just kind of falling apart as it is.
1: Time to get out now while you can.
2: That's pretty much how I'm feeling about this. You know, like I said last week, you know, jumping off, getting off the uh, Titanic. That's what it feels like.
1: Hey, fuck this shit! I'm out.
2: Pretty much. Um, I've also been, you know, you know, when I can go into the store and you know, buying little things like here and there. What, I'm going to end up needing for the place. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it'll be. By the, like sometime this week they'll let me know I can sign it because then I'll be able to to get a moving truck and move my uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> move my bigger furniture, my TV, my my entertainment center, all that good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't it a party? because all like like
2: mm-hmm. maybe half a day's time altogether to pack everything else. Mm-hmm. And plus, once I actually do get, you know, it's it's signed. As soon as it gets signed, you know, I'm I'm and consider living it so uh even then I can just shuttle little boxes here and there from oh. like from my current place to my new place you' want know, gotcha but yeah I feel like I'm just barely holding on at points and uh I really want to make the transition as soon as possible because I don't think I can take very much more at home as it is
1: hmm You'll make it. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Once you get through the initial stress, everything's going to be a okay. I hope so. Oh, I know so, bro. As the saying goes, believe in the me that believes in you. (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah, so, uh... That's all shit's been going for me. Sorry to bring everyone down.
1: (sighs) Yeah, shit happens. I wouldn't worry too, too much about it.
2: All right. Also, I, uh... Project Cross a little while ago.
1: Right, no spoilers, no spoilers, because I'm still playing through that game and I'm enjoying every single minute of it.
2: Oh, yeah, you'll love the uh, ending uh, bombshell, like I told you.
1: <laughs> Lord.
2: But, yeah, that's all things have been going for me.
1: Okay. Makochan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, exhausting. <laughs> so in other words, you actually you actually worked.
3: Yeah, I worked, and then my day off on Friday, I spent over at the old house, Ooh. going through boxes and cleaning out all that crap. And then Sunday on my day off, I spent uh, cleaning house and making things pretty, Ooh. and then playing video games. Video games. Video games. <laughs> But uh, I was up late last night Watching the Sailor Moon musical Trying to get ready for tomorrow So now I'm just dead on my feet
1: Don't worry, you'll you'll be alright Somehow you'll be alright
3: Yeah, I just need sleep but I don't know when I'm gonna get it, but <laughs>
1: sleep is for a week.
3: Yeah, except that I need sleep. Eh, uh, you sleep when you're dead. I need sleep.
1: <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my weekend day has been the usual work, work, work. I actually went out and bought a couple of more storage bins. No, I'm not moving, but I have stuff sitting out in my. Living area that needs to be put in the storage closet, but I have no room, and I have stuff hang- sitting on shelves, and I'm like, this shouldn't be sitting on shelves because nobody's going to see it. So I went and got a couple more storage bins. So this week I am slowly going through my storage closet, going through things, and like, you know, what? I'm going to start throwing stuff out that I don't really need, and just keep what I can, and re and just restock, and put- reorganize everything the best I can, and also during my um, travels what, an old time favorite soda of mine is back who remembers Sprite Tropical Remix? Liquid Skittles mm.
2: when did that originally come out? like late 90s?
1: no that came out around 2003-2004 around that time
2: yeah no, I I... Specific, so I do remember the name though
3: yeah, I could not drink a full bottle of it. It was just so sweet,
1: but it was so good. It was. It's really good for mixers. <laughs> well, um, a, a friend of mine. Funny thing, we were talking about this previously. And a friend of mine posted on his Facebook that he found uh, to he found it. I'm like, wait, what? It's back. So. He said he found it at 7 Eleven. So I went up there Friday night. They didn't have it. So, no, it wasn't Friday. It was last Tuesday after the podcast. They did not have it. Came home. Went over to 7 Eleven a couple of days later. I think it was on no, Friday. I went over there just to check. They had it. Bought three bottles and came home with it. Drank one. And it's so, so good went back, I think Sunday, while I was coming back from Target, bought two more bottles. <laughs> and then like tonight I bought two more bottles because they were on sale. So nice. When do they I go, just have
2: the singles or do they have two liter bottles?
1: Singles. I don't want no two liter. I'd rather have singles.
2: What about bringing the two liter for the con?
1: They don't have two liters. But um, but what's interesting is that I brought one into work because my, my manager, we were talking about like like regional sodas and stuff that you can't get in certain areas. So I brought him a bottle of Sprite Tropical Remix. I'm like just in case he couldn't get any. Mm. Yeah, I need to head over and see if I can get one. And what I usually when I have my dinner, I usually get a, a bottle of Coke and I drink that while I'm having my wings. So now until they until it's over, I'm just gonna pick up like one or two bottles of Sprite Tropical mi- Remix and just not just drink one every week but hoard them too, just in case. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with the sale price. It's like two for three bucks or something.
2: The reason yeah. I asked that they had two beers is you know, because Mako said they would mi- make good mixers. That was the first thing I thought of.
1: Well, for Zenkai we could probably find them at a Walmart or, or a 7-Eleven nearby. Or a Wawa. Uh, there you go.
3: Yeah, I've got to go looking for it. We have to remember to hit up uh, Dollar General instead of Walmart this year. All right. Because it'll work out cheaper.
1: we Will do. Yeah, so that's basically been my week. Um, there we go. Now, let's go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com and... Let's see, what do we have here? Kelly the Mighty says, you guys are are starting early. I don't know, this is around the normal time we start, isn't
3: it? No, we're actually starting on time. We usually start late.
1: Yeah, because usually what it is is that when I put my playlist together, I try to make sure it's at least 15 minutes. A little bit over, or a little bit under. I make sure it kind of plays properly. Oddly enough, even with the musical issue I had earlier tonight, we still end, started on time. So I can't complain guess we got there. lucky. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff B says, speaking of Sailor Moon, Viz should be revealing some info on S and Crystal this weekend. Um, what convention is going on this weekend? Wait, is it C2E2? Yes. Okay. Yeah, people have
2: been talking about on my Facebook feed.
1: That explains why Eddie Saka went to Chicago. I was like, the fuck. Huh. Yep, and Jeffrey says it's c2e2. All right, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, there's a quick mention of Crystal Pepsi. Isn't
3: that supposed to be coming out again?
1: It came and left. It was. Oh, for, it's already done. Yeah, it was for that contest. Yeah, I didn't know when the contest was, though. It was... The contest was two days after the, after I told you about the app. What? Yup. <sighs> that bites. Speaking of I
2: Pepsi don't... variants, does anyone remember Pepsi Blue?
3: Ah. Uh, Mine was Pepsi Blue, Pepsi Crystal, and uh, Mountain Dew Black. Those were my variants.
1: I tried Pepsi Blue once... Saw what happened after you drank it, and never again.
3: Wait,
2: what happened? Did it turn your tongue blue or something else?
1: Something else.
2: I made you piss blue.
3: It wasn't piss. Oh. No, the dye is not something that's digestible. The same thing happened with the Mountain Dew Black, and the same thing happened with the uh, the black Slurpee that came out from Burger King. For Halloween a hmm. couple years back. Yeah. Basically, it went right through you. It, it's not that it goes right through you, it's just an indigestible dye. So the dye dyes everything that comes out.
1: Mm hmm.
3: So it's very unnerving to have various colored things leaving your body.
1: <laughs> I, I thought was also been- Holiday
2: Spice Pepsi.
1: I I think I actually tried that. I think, think, didn't I say that was good? I don't. Yeah,
2: I liked it. Like, it only came out around the holidays, obviously. And I think it was, like, cinnamon flavored or something like that. I couldn't quite pinpoint it.
1: Mm. Yeah, no. As Wild Spice says, I miss Pepsi Blue. Uh, Well, and she also says, I want Tropical Remix Sprite. Hit up your local 7-Eleven because it's only available in limited time. And if you're nice, I might bring you a bottle. (sighs) Anywho. Let's see what's going on. RageNate says, I never cared for any of the Pokemon games or the anime. I enjoyed the anime for a while. and I just couldn't get into the games like everybody else, even though I did try my best.
3: I don't know. I find I've I've had my Pokemon X game for over a year and I have not gotten past breeding because I got to the breeder and just started breeding. Mm. So I've got like two batches.
1: <laughs> After you're done breeding, does Maury come out and say you're not the father? <laughs>
3: Oh. Um, that that that's a horrible joke, but I'm I'm actually breeding EVs just so I can give EVs away cuz that's just my thing.
1: Mm. Jeff B says I need to finish Alpha Sapphire. I need to get
3: the newest remake just so that I have it.
1: You do, I don't know if you know, but the original ones for the Game Boy that are now on Virtual Console have been, are being updated to be work with the Pokemon Bank.
3: Yeah, I know. And then you're going to be able to trade them with, uh, Sun and Moon. Oh, Lord. And people have
2: already come up with an exploit. Are you not surprised? I mean, they have explained it. You you teach a fissure to a, a Machamp. And Machamp has this ability called No Guard, which means every attack period period will hit. Mm-hmm. So you've got a one hit knockout machine.
3: Meaning they'll ban it from competition play.
1: Pretty More than much. likely.
2: Well,
1: it is what it is. What it is. So.
2: Smogon probably shit a brick when they heard that.
3: <laughs> I'm still uh, the only Pokemon thing I really care about this year is Pokemon Go.
1: I think that's one thing that everybody really cares about.
3: I don't, you know, as soon as I get that release date and the price, I will, you know, put a dollar away every day that I have to, just uh, so I can get it, I, the, I day just, that it the, the day that it launches.
1: I just have one question. I wonder if they're going to come out with special limited edition Pokemon Go cases. For, for this. like, I can see them coming out with special limited edition Pokemon Go Pokedex uh, cases for iPhones. I can see that. I also see them doing that for selected uh, Android phones as well. I wouldn't put it
3: past them. <laughs> I would not put it past them. iPokedex. Yeah, I gotta get used to re- wearing something on my wrist though. Seeing as how the
1: uh, actual game thing is on your wrist. Shit, that means I'm probably going to have to give up my Google Watch then. Well, you can hang it, it right. to
3: something, mm. but because of how I'm working and running around, I don't know that I will, like, if I'm walking around, feel the vibration. hmm Because they basically say that, um, that little game thing. Yeah. When you feel that vibrate, that means that there's a Pokemon in the area, and you can just press a series of buttons on that to capture the Pokemon. You don't have to keep pulling your phone out. So if you're in a place that you can't pull your phone out, you know you can still capture shit.
1: I, I think the device is probably like a modified Google Watch I could see, or something like a Fitbit with a couple of commands that you could send back and forth. Probably. It's just a really tiny
3: thing. But oh. they tell you that, mm-hmm. you know, you can wear it on your wrist or wear it, like, on a strap somehow. But I just know that I'm going to end up wearing it on my wrist. Because it's probably going to be the only way that I realize that it's vibrating.
1: Uh, and in a chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Ranginator asks, asks me, If you eat too many fried Pokemon, will you get a bad case of the Squirtles? <laughs> You got that right, Ari. Shall we go ahead and take our first break? Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, that and I have to turn the crockpot on. So. Oh, what you making? Uh, vegetable herb chicken or something like that—a uh, crockpot recipe.
3: Ah, uh, you need to make me chili.
1: Uh, when I get around to it, when I feel like it. Now. <laughs> You're funny.
3: No, and then bring it to me. oh God, He's such
2: <laughs> a bitch. I have a crock pot. I can make chili.
3: But I want his chili because he keeps talking about the chili, and I want to taste it now.
1: Mm. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Anywho, now. anywho, we'll be back. listen to that song in a while, so I really like that one. So, anywho, before we get into um, tonight's um, news, this is not breaking news, but this is part of what we're talking about. I, I just I just want get, to get in on this real quick. Um, we've all know who Vic Mignon is, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Y'all sound so thrilled. hmm Oh, I keep... have to remind myself hit hit the stop button after after the playback Uh, anywho now we we've all heard things that supposedly he has said and the most the big thing that is that he is like this bleeding heart christian guy who holds his values over everything else now i've heard things but i've never interacted in regards to that with him but I've heard stories from friends who are staffers and so forth. And, you know, to a certain extent, there is legitimate story, re- reason for being. Now, about, not about, about I'd say maybe about two, maybe three months ago, he was, uh, Vic was at a panel, at a con, and he was doing one of his panels. Yeah, this was around the time of... Uh, the um, Supreme Court was ruling on same-sex marriages. Somebody had called him out on it, asking him what his opinion was. Now, he said it was not what my opinion is, it's what the people want, their opinion. And that got him a lot of, a lot lot a, a lot of good stuff, a lot of applause from that. Because he is right. It's what the people want. It's not his decision, it's the people's decision. Now, moving right along, over this weekend, at Triad Anime Convention... Vic Mignona, aka Edward Elric went toe-to-toe with a right wing Christian fundamentalist, I like to call him. I don't know. The guys
2: with the signs and the uh, hellfire and brimstone preaching, that kind of guy.
1: Yes. And as Ichigo Gami says, and he slayed them. Slay. Yes. He went to town on them. I'm not going to play the whole thing. But I'm going to play maybe about a minute of it more or less. Now, the thing is, I'm kind of surprised by that. Because I would always thought that, you know, when, there, when things like this would happen, voice actors would, would just like kind of like shy away from it. Because it's like, you know, there's no need to kind of get in the middle and start shit. You know what I'm saying? But, in this case, somebody who, who believes in his values decided to go toe-to-toe, and to be perfectly honest, I don't blame him at all. I want to say hi to them. Oh. I want to welcome them to the university. At the university, we worship the first time. This used to answer. very much of a
0: committed believer in Christ. And what I have found, I am also a voice actor who has
1: a voice work for animated shows and video games. What I have found in my personal experience is that what these kids need to know is that God loves them, is that
0: God embraces
1: and accepts them as they are. They've been told by people who call themselves Christians for years, God hates this, God's going to judge you for this, God's going to condemn you for that, and they, they don't believe, they don't, they don't understand that God loves them as they are, and, and accepts them as they are. So, oh, hold on. So, I would... Okay. That was cool. That that was sweet. He how he just straight up said that. And me personally, as somebody who doesn't really follow religion, what he said is something that I, I have always believed. I always believe that. Does not matter what you do in your life? Really, as long as long as you believe that there is something, as long as you try to do the right thing, everything's going to be all right in the end. Agree.
2: And he did so so calmly and collectively too. Mm-hmm.
1: As, um, he wasn't
2: screaming at them or anything like that.
1: No, He started, He, he kind of started screaming at them later, but he just kind of put them in their place. And the main issue is that when it comes to religion, everybody has a different interpretation of what the good book says. Everybody has it. One sect says this. One sect says that. One sect says this. And one sect says that. And as Ichigo says... This guy and his girl were alien cosplay with the words about fire and brimstone and the wrath of God. Which is stuff we have seen at conventions, like AX for one. I mean, we've seen that. And, and, and as she says, the guys would be super ignorant. When it comes to religion, it doesn't matter what sect you believe. There's always a margin of ignorance. Always. And for some, that margin could be high and it's low, depending on... How you perceive and how you view and how well the other person understands. My thing is this you got two different religious people. They, if you can sit them down at a table, have them understand each other's views, if they don't have to agree, but just understand where the other person's coming from, I think you got something good going there. But if you just start saying, no, you're wrong, da 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 da, da. no, you're wrong, da, da 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 da, you're both being ignorant. And to be perfectly honest, that type of logic can be applied to stuff outside of religion. So you know, let's get a little bit more into this, and then we'll move on.
2: Encourage Jesus
1: didn't command repentance? Right. Jesus, of sins. Jesus loves people. Jesus is, didn't command repentance for of sins. That's not what sins. I said. Let me ask you something. Jesus what do you never think if, says. What do you think? Embraces? Jesus never what do you said. said in, encourages he never Encourages people went around God. People heard I'm, heard I'm asking you a question. You, you see, what you are you, preaching a false gospel. I'm afraid you're wrong, no, my curse, friend. I could quote more scripture than you'll ever yeah, know. It. I'm not the devil, Brother. Let me tell you you're something. Let me you tell you, me you tell something. You I'm not done. boasting. I'm telling you, but you what we just If you want to reach Jesus these Christ. kids for Jesus, tell them about God's unconditional love for them, Jesus not his judgment. And you know what? Jesus did that sinners. too. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus walked above. Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, you're wrong. I do. What you just said, you have no knowledge of. I do talk about that, but these kids have seen people, excuse me, so you don't either, right?
0: I did not seek God.
1: But you don't know, because it says none seeks God by your own words. Yeah, this video clip is about five and a half minutes, and I'll post a copy of it in the chat room. Long story short, it's like I said, for as long as I've known Vic, he has never portrayed his views. I know at various conventions he have like a morning service. I understand there are some con-goers who don't like that. There are some side who don't like that. To be perfectly honest, from my understanding, from people I've discussed, there are people who actually show up for this and not the troll. There are people, there are actual Christian anime fans out there. I mean... Yeah,
2: we, we have to out in our ranks. They're, yeah. they're not causing any problems. No,
1: not at all. And as Ichigo Gami says, he gets a little passionate about his religion in his panels, which I get. And my thing is, it, cannot, it doesn't have to be religion. I mean, it could have been the way you were raised where anime you're not allowed to watch, but it's your gateway to meeting friends and so forth. I mean, you got that thing, like, religion is here, but your fandoms and your hobbies are here, and it's like you're trying to find an equal balance. And if you ask me, Vic has kind of put an equal balance where it's okay, for all of this. You can do all of this. It's all right They're trying to find out where
2: the uh, two parts of that Venn diagram actually cross up, huh?
1: Actually, I think that's where he gets, I think that's where it is. Because I, I honestly feel, when it comes to religion, you can be as religious as you want, as long as you respect other people's views, and you can still do the hobbies and go out and have a good time. Some people can, and some people cannot. I think you can, and it's it's happy. If you can't, that's you, and you handle your business the best way you possibly can. And that's all I have to say about that. Marco? Ari?
2: Yeah, you pretty much hit around the head. I mean, I'm not religious at all nowadays, so. But I don't, you know, I don't try to, I don't want to say offend, or I don't. um, I was trying to figure out the best way to put it. I don't want to say I don't care because that just seems you, you know cold and indifferent, but
1: you you understand it, like yes, yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah,
2: I know how to separate the two and mm-hmm. yet not keep them and not get them you know mixed up yeah. together unless I want them to be.
1: Right, right. You pretty much nailed it right on the head if you ask me. Now,
2: so why I want religion in anime, I'll go
3: watch Helsing. <laughs>
1: I still have to watch um, episode 6.
3: I'll watch Haunted Junction, thank you.
1: That too. I mean, Maka, what's your take real quick on this? I...
3: Nobody is going to agree. Right. Religion and politics are the two things that nobody will ever agree on. Mm. Even if you, you know... are part of a certain religion. There's always going to be certain things that people disagree on. So,
2: yeah. our lodges are two things we're not we don't talk about because they just polarize the uh, brethren too much.
3: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I prefer not to talk about Vic and his religious views. Okay. Only because. They've changed. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whether or not that's because he's changed or because it's what people want to hear. So I prefer not talking about Vic and his religious views.
1: Okay, so in other words, move on? Yes. Okay, so I guess that means you get the first article. Okie dokie. Loki.
3: So, yeah, there's... a bunch of stuff uh... collaborations and all of that at anime japan one of which is the characters of love live drawn as the or in the style of the powerpuff girls
1: and i love this
3: the exhibition toward tokyo hiroshima sapora and Nagaya, uh, Na, uh, Nagoya since it kicked off last year the Anime Japan exhibit will sell uh, pass cases, handkerchief sets, clear file sets, cookies, cell phone straps keychains, plush toys t-shirts, towels, and pen pouches um, I really, really, really want plushies
1: yeah, I, I want a plush uh, Nozomi
3: I, I really, really, really want the plushies Unfortunately, they're $24
1: each. I will throw $24 at it.
3: Given like, yeah, I know, I
1: want all of them. Yeah. Given my connections, it's probably gonna run me close to 40 bucks and it'll be like to me it'll be like worth it. Yeah,
3: I I want all of them. That's why I'm saying unfortunately they're $24. Oh. Um these things are ugly cute. Just like all of the other Powerpuff Girls stuff. Yeah. Um they're ridiculously cute, but if you look at them, they're frightening as well. Um, but yeah, so there's a whole bunch of crap. Um, additionally, customers who spend at least two thousand yen, which is seventeen fifty, will receive one of four event exclusive postcards, Ooh. and customers that spend at least five thousand yen, which is forty four dollars, will receive an event exclusive tote bag. But yeah, I would not mind the cell phone charms I would not mind the rubber strap charms Um, And I I really want the plushies But, I mean, I'm looking at these pictures And Some of them are really creepy Are they? Like, Like, I'm sorry, but Rin is really, really creepy
2: And then I saw somebody do, you know, quote-unquote fan of, of uh, what the Powerpuff Girls would look like in real life.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, Oh yeah, my god, it is fucking horrifying. Or Powerpuff Girls with real issues.
3: Yeah, because their whole thing is, all of the other children have noses and fingers. They are the only ones that don't have noses and fingers. So- and their
2: eyes dominate like two-thirds of their face.
3: Yeah, so, you know, it's not just the style of the children in the series. This is the style of them. <laughs> so they look like, you know... Little... They're a physiological
2: nightmare, in other words.
3: Yeah. I mean, adorable, but creepy. So, yeah.
1: But you still want one regardless.
3: I, I want a Nozomi. me. <laughs> So do I. I, I I I mean she's I'm looking at the pictures yeah. here, she's adorable, yes, she she' adorable,
1: those me has that bubbles thing going, you know, mm mm-hmm. mhm,
3: yeah, Nico is adorable, unfortunately because she's trash, yeah, Nico needs to shut up and go in the trash, yeah, but I mean, just some of the ways that they have like the the highlight in them, it makes their eyes look really, really weird, like Katori's eyes look really, really weird. Oh. So, yeah. I mean, again, these are freaking adorable. But uh, yeah. And I want
1: plushies. <laughs> so, so we've heard. So we've It's heard. it's
3: one of the few things that I collect, plushies I and
1: figures. I know.
3: And I don't have enough of either one.
1: <laughs>
2: you never do, do you?
3: I will never have enough. But the fact of you know, the fact that after all of the stuff for Sailor Moon that has come out, and I only have one figure, and that's because it was a Christmas gift, that's really pathetic.
1: Uh, it's not so bad. I mean, what do I have from there? Let's see, how many Venus uh merchandise swag I have. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got
3: yeah. each Venus that came out. I don't think I have each Venus that came out. I'm talking well, about you know the the nicer figures. You've got each Venus that came out. Yeah, yeah,
1: the figure arts and the figure arts zero. Yeah. Um. I know you've got the Sailor Moon one. Yep. Yeah, I also had the Bandai Buddy one. The uh, the, the uh, figure art buddies. I have that one. I have another figure. No, I have two of the crystal plushies. One I bought, one was a gift. I also have the Venus, the official Venus mug. And I think I think that, and I have like what? Three other Venus uh, plushies I've collected over the years.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if we're talking about that, I have stuff from the original run of uh, American stuff. I've got... Um a Jupiter plushie, I've got a Sailor Moon and a Tuxedo Mask plushie, I've got a Uranus and Neptune plushie, I've got the five inner small dolls, I've got both of the Jupiter big dolls, I think I've got a Japanese big doll for Jupiter, I've got a couple of tuxedo mask ones. I mean, I, that's old school, though, because I got them mainly when they were going on discount because nobody freaking wanted them. Mm.
2: Worked out for you, though, didn't it?
3: Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I've got a little... Um, uh, what else did I have in there? I've got dolls and plushies. I've got a lunapy. I think the only thing I don't have that I wanted was an actual Luna plushie uh-huh. which I still want. I want the new Luna and I want the new Artemis. But anyway, going off on a, you know, on a tangent. Yes,
1: it's what we do best. All right, let's get mm. let's let's get the podcast train back back on track. All right. Uh moving on. Uh Ari, won't you take the next one?
2: Okay. Uh, let's see. The Japanese Broadcasting Ethics and Program Improvement Organization, or BPO, watchdog group recently published fewer complaints from February, one stemming from a Neo Taimori scene from an eating anime program. Neo Taimori is a practice of eating sushi off a woman's naked body. Uh-huh. The complaint the complaint asked for consideration of the ethical implications, the time zone where the program aired, and the potential impact on children. The specific anime this scene appeared in isn't identified, although it's similar a similar scene took place in episode 808 of Detective Conan that aired on February 13th. The woman in the scene is censored. This is the first BPO published complaint for Detective Conan in 10 years. The last complaint was published in 2006 and generally disagreed the anime's subject matter and art style, stating that the children's style animation wasn't appropriate for a show that focused on murder. Last month, Mr. Ozo Matsu caught the eye of viewers for its masturbation scene. But <clears throat> Anyhow, the BPO published viewer complaints in November, stemming from a, a scene in Yokai Watch. The complaint regards a suggestive suggestive banana-eating scene. Sorry, yeah, can't talk tonight. <clears throat> in October, the BPO also published viewer complaints stemming from a scene in Mobile Suit Gundam: Iron Blooded Orphans, which I believe we talked about. Yeah. In August, the BPO published a complaint regarding the ending sequence of idol anime *Prepara*, which depicted the young girl protagonists in swimsuits. Specifically, Sophie Hojo wore a black during mirroring a photo of Marilyn Monroe. The ending scene was edited. Overall, many anime have caused user complaints by, published by the BPO in the past, like *Owami*, Owari monogatari *Shimaneda*, *Chibi Maruko*.
1: Of course, Shimoneta
3: hmm The whole anime was basically a thumb at the BPO. Yep.
2: Huh. Those are the best kind of things when they uh they go when they make fun of the censors Hell, you remember the uh opening theme to uh Tiny Toons, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And let's see what other ones they have here. Um uh, Kanko, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Ark V, The Seven Deadly Sins, Akame Kill, Your Lion, April, Hunter x Hunter, Blood Sea, Full Metal Alchemist, School Days, Magi, Hiroshi, Mishin no Niko Nakun, Koroni, Nana, and Pokemon.
1: Hikarashi, that doesn't surprise me at least. <laughs> that falls fall into the category of real fucked up shit anime. <laughs> God. And as Jeff B says, the poor children... Yes, please think of the poor children when you make these animes. Think of how they're going to react, but also think about more importantly how much they're going of the merch they're going to buy because of their parents.
2: And yeah, how much back they'll end up making because hey, the BPO doesn't want you to watch this.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'll just
2: fucking you know storm right for the right at it, you know.
1: If the series is good enough, and popular enough, the merch will sell. Fuck what anybody else has to say.
3: Series doesn't even have to be popular. That's what makes the series popular is the merch. Yep. Merchandise makes or breaks the series.
1: Uh, Spaceballs the flamethrower. The kids love this. I just got a real. How
2: fucked up a Pokemon toy would that be? Like, Charizard with actual fire breathing action.
3: You would be the first one online for it. I want a Charizard lighter. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> again that doesn't surprise me either
2: no nope. great to have it work mm-hmm it's all 90 cents can I pay with 100 Charizard use flamethrower
1: <laughs> <laughs> god alright um moving right along uh we have information about um about a series getting a film if regular at magic high school light novels get a film The 19th volume of Satomo Sato's Irregular at Magic High School light novel series announced this past Thursday that a theatrical film has been greenlit. The announcement proclaims that Tatsuya Shiba will become a legend. Satomo Sato began writing the novel series with character designs and illustrations by Kana Ishida, who worked on Aquarium Eval in 2008 under the Dengeki Bunko label. Yem Press licensed the original light novel series and a spin-off manga The Honor Student at Magic High School. The 26-episode anime adaptation debuted in April 2014 from director Manabu Ono at Madhouse. Recently, Animplex of America licensed the anime and describes the story as this. Magic. A century has passed since the concept has been recognized as a formal technology instead of the product of the occult or folklore. The season is spring, and it is time for a brand new school year. At National Magic University first affiliate high school, a.k.a. Magic High School, students are divided into two distinct groups according to their academic performances. The Bloom, who demonstrates the highest grades enrolled in the first course, and the Weed, who has poor academic records and enrolled in the second course. This spring, a very peculiar brother and sister enroll as new students. The brother is an underachiever with some deficiencies and enrolls as Weed. While his younger sister is an honor student who enrolls as Bloom, the brother with a somewhat philosophical expression and a younger sister who holds holds feelings a little stronger than the sibling love for him. Ever since these two have entered through the gates of this prestigious school, the calm campus was beginning to change. This sounds like I need
3: I need to find this series. The anime was amazing.
1: So you watched it? Yes. Ah.
3: Yeah, I was really, really hoping for more of this uh, this anime. Um, so I'm, I think a second season got greenlit. I'm not sure if I read that right.
1: As long as it didn't get backlogged like Attack on Titan.
3: Yeah, um, but I really, really need to find the light novels because this is a this is definitely a series I really, really enjoy because as you're watching it, just everything twists apart.
2: The uh, name of the two uh, you know, courses is a little uh, circumspect. What do you mean? Come now, the weed course. <laughs> I can't have been the only one to make that connection.
1: Now that you mentioned it...
3: <laughs> Sorry, I went in the actual floral direction that it wanted you to.
2: Oh, I knew that, but, you know, it wouldn't be difficult for, to see how people can construe it like that.
1: Eh, he's got a point. Hmm. Well, anywho... Oh, uh, uh, well, only
3: the first... Alright, so the first volume was released in October. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find this because I really, really enjoyed this series.
1: All right, uh, let's see what else. Do, what else do we have here? Um. Oh yeah, Ultraman. Um, Mako.
3: Um, yeah, so it's the 50-year anniversary for Ultraman, and it is getting a very impressive box set for its music. The five-disc set has over six hours of music with a total of 99 themes from the TV show and films. Ultraman X, Ultraman... uh, Ginga, Ultraman, Retsuden, Ultraman Nexus, Ultraman Cosmos, and more are included. This set is going to cost 5750 and is available now. Um Bondi Figure Arts line added a 50th anniversary Ultraman figure, standard Ultraman figure, and his foe, Alien Bolton, to the lineup. Uh Gekka Corp is releasing a one-sixth scale statue of the hero in May. Uh, the statue is based on the designs from uh Aichi Shimizu and Tomohiro uh Shimoguchi manga series. Mm. Um yeah, so there's clothing that's gonna be coming out. Uh yeah, so
1: that's kind of cool.
2: It averages out to about two themes a year.
1: Yeah. See, that reminds me of this one album that I downloaded. Um, as you know, I'm a bit of a Super Sentai fan. and You don't say. I do say. And some time back, there was an album a collect, a, collect, a compiled album called, that came out called Superhero Chronicle. It's uh 7 CDs full of all of the th- opening and theme songs for almost every single uh Super Sentai series that came out in Japan. Right now I'm trying to calculate you know, how how many albums how many tracks it is. If I'm reading it correctly, about three hundred and sixty tracks. Wow. Yes. Is
3: it the full
2: versions or just the uh, TV full, size versions? Full of version.
1: Yes, yeah, I'm looking at each volume. Oh, even better. Yeah, and each volume is three is three albums. Like, the first series on here is Go Ranger, which is the first one, and the most recent that's on here is um, Ninpu Nipu Sentai Hurricanger. And I believe that came over here to say it says Power Rangers uh, Ninja Storm, I believe. Yep. Yeah.
2: That was the first one that uh, Disney took over for a mm-hmm. while.
1: Mhm. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be another chronicle that'll come out that'll, for the next set of series. I think that's like it's like another ten they have to do or something like that.
2: Chris, now I got the theme of Ninja Storm stuck in my head.
1: I I don't even think I have that. And as uh. Jeff Jeff B says here um, in the chat room at live.vognet.com. Sabaya is pushing international streaming of Ultraman hard with Crunchyroll, so that's cool. Again, a reason for me, I guess it's a reason for me to to get a Crunchyroll subscription, maybe. Who knows? That's that's cool. All right. Uh. <talking>
2: what do you want to do in the next one?
1: Oh, who, wh- 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 whoever's turn it is.
2: So mine, I think.
1: I believe so. Yes.
2: Okay. <clears throat> Uh, singer Utada Hikaru's official website opened a page for Utada's New Turn project to mark her return to music. Utada has performed a theme song, Hanataba Okimi no Ni, Bouquet for You, for the television drama Toto Nichan, and the As of a Unnamed Ending theme for NTV's New Zero program, both of which will begin on April 4th. The project page, page posts tweets under the hashtag Welcome back, Hiki, thoughts. and links to online stores with music downloads and other related products. Part of the proceeds from the project will be donated to a nonprofit organization that will plant cherry trees in areas affected by the 2001 Tohoku earthquake and tsunami. Mm. Yahoo Japan streaming service Gieo, I don't know if I'm that right.
1: Yeah, I think you got it right.
2: And broadcast media company Usen are endorsing the project and will donate based on the number of views on her music videos and requests for her songs at the respective services during the projection period. The project's running from March 10th through April 30th. Japanese news <clears throat> Japanese newspaper Sports Hochi reported in December that Utada Hikaru would turn to the entertainment business after a six-year hiatus with a new album this spring. According to Sports Hochi's success and uh, sources, at least two of the songs in the new album would debut in April as the theme songs for the live-action television series. <clears throat> oh, where was I? For u- However, Universal Music Hidanova Okita denied this on an official website, saying that the singers continue continuing to work intermittently, but that is not yet... that is not a stage where they can reveal a release period. So it looks like it'll be a lot of fun for her. I, li- I liked her stuff, mostly. And yeah, you got the Kingdom Hearts theme playing there, too. Simple and clean.
1: Yeah, because my mind blanked on the Japanese version of the title, which is Hikari, which i figured out later. If I'm not mistaken... This is this is the remix version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original version. Yeah, there's like a
2: dozen different versions of it.
1: Yeah, the original version is on her on her album. They did, this is a remix one just for the K- Kingdom Hearts. And now I bet you, because she's coming back to music to do to, to, coming back to music, everybody's getting hyped that she's going to do the opening tri- track for Kingdom Hearts Three, if we ever get Kingdom Hearts Three. Let's see how that goes, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, uh, it just
2: would be Kingdom Hearts without her.
1: I, I suppose so, but, you know, honestly, I have never been a big fan of Utada. I mean, I like her music, but I never really got into her as well as, like, Boa or Yada Hitomi or any of the other j pop artists I follow. I think I have one album of hers. The U.S. one. I think so. I have that, and I was severely disappointed with it. I mean, I understand. I
3: enjoyed it. I enjoy the mixed versions of her songs more, Mm. though.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I understand that it's not her original song. She had to do things differently for the American audience, which I get that. It took me a while to understand that because I was hoping it'd be some of her. It'd be like a greatest hits collection per se for the U.S. And then when Boa put her album out, it was similar to her original style. So I was like more enjoyable to that.
3: I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of J-pop. Hmm. But yeah, as I said, I like I like her music. But just faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like. In other words, mixes. you don't
2: you don't like your slow stuff.
3: No, I mean it's good. It's just I like the mixes that are done with it better, because it usually adds something that the music is just missing.
4: Hmm.
3: Not that That's the music is bad. It's just you know. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh well, yeah, this is Exodus.
1: Oh yeah, that is her first USO. She did a second one. I didn't even bother picking it up.
2: Couldn't be bothered?
1: <sighs> yeah, I just I just wasn't I just wasn't a fan of it. I just couldn't get into it as much as I thought I would. I mean, yeah, I, I was all hyped for it, but then when I listened to it I was like um Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, compare, I mean, okay, let me, let me find something here of hers real quick, because I do have a few of her albums floating around on my hard drive somewhere, um, all right, this is one of her songs here, Passion, oh, which is opening to Kingdom Hearts 2, excuse me. Um, which is actually off of one of her albums, but, um, let to skip ahead some. Okay, I can get into that.
2: I keep forgetting what the Japanese version sounds like. Yeah.
1: This is one, this is another song off of that same album, Colors. See, I might have to put the album on my phone and listen to it while I'm tra- while I'm going to work. Now this is off of her Exodus album. No. No, I really can't.
2: I'm having a flashback.
1: Okay. And what's funny is that that one lyric has been parodied so badly. I've seen in memes and videos. Uh huh. Yes. You're easy breezy and I'm Jap and easy. I mean, come on! You see what I'm getting at here? Yeah, as soon as I
2: heard that beat, I'm like, oh no, it's this song,
1: isn't it? Uh, Shinji Akari says, I like that one. I mean,. You like uh, Easy Breezy? I like that one. Easy Breezy Beautiful Cover Girl? I like that yeah. one. And Ichigogami says, Someone call the 90s. They want their music back. Uh... Oh, God. Now, if
2: it was an, really in the 90s, it'd be a really loud rap heavy metal remix. Now, Shinji- be a dis- <laughs> That would be a disservice to both genres.
1: And she responds back. I have eclectic tastes. Damn it, Marco John. Should I tell him about my music collection?
3: <laughs> oh no! If we're gonna discuss anybody's music collection, we're gonna discuss mine. Yours? Yeah, mine. That goes from Japanese anime to Japanese Disney to fucking Barry Manilow. Uh, the Copa, uh-huh. Copa Cabana. I've got everything from rap to metal to death metal to freaking Barry Manilow and Cher.
2: Do you got classical music?
3: I do have classical music. See, oh, you I also too. Have, awesome. I also have classical music that is done with electric guitars.
1: See, this reminds me of a meme that I saw floating on Facebook some time back that says, "I will not, I will not, mi- I will not play my my music at a, at a, at a party because I have it on random. It'll go from he said, what do you gonna say? He said, it'll go from Wu Tang to Pokemon in two point five seconds flat. Yeah.
2: So it's Brock's playlist. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Moving on. Moving on. Wow. Ah, we're at that part of the show already. Yeah. Wow, we are That's kind doing of early. good. Yeah. I, I pulled it. I kind of pulled one article because I just wasn't sure, you know, how, with timing. So, wow.
2: We are banging them out tonight.
1: Yeah. All right. At this point of the game, if you haven't figured it out, it's time for the Open Forum Topics. we we'll ask you, uh, uh, the listener, questions in regards to the, uh, questions about um, what we may have discussed on the show or something related to it. In other words, um, we post a question about the topic in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want to use your real name, put a different name before you post your answer and we ask that you keep it civil. And we also opened up the Skype line. There we go. I actually have to fix that that external mixer, kind of clean that up. So if you want to give us a call, you can at Anime Jam Session. If you have any questions about tonight's show, if you have a question for us or anything we have covered in the past, go right ahead. This week's open forum topic is Japanese music in the U.S. What Japanese artists? you would like to see at a con and or release an U.S. album Uh, Kelly the Mighty says that she wants to see Gackt, so she can send a picture to her sister she used to have such a crush on him and I can still sing the Malice Miser songs and because I know Ronald will back me up here Megumi Hayashibara yes 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 if they announce her at a con there is a good chance me and fanboy will be there and we're like you know what Fuck going to anything else. We're going to sit right here on this line for autographs. And you best believe I will show with my Megumi album, both of my 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 Doko USA album and my Ranma half art book, and I will be dressed as Boy Type Ranma asking for a photo. You bet your sweet ass on that shit. Let's see. Wild Spice says, I also second Megumi. She is also amazing. And Wild Spice also says, Cycle La Shem, they're coming back in Japan and I would love to see them here again. TM Revolution, Masami Okui, and Megumi Hayashibara. Okay. Now, I've seen TM Revolution in concert three times, and I got my hands on his limited edition Geisha Boy album that was released here. Masami Okui, I kind of sort of saw as part of Jam Project. Um... Lark on CL, that was an amazing concert. Um... There was another group. They recently, they recently disbanded a couple of years back. That I saw them, I saw them at a local concert here in New York years ago. They did one ending theme. They, did, I think, I believe they did the second ending theme to Inuyasha. Um, let's see, who else have I seen? I've seen the Pillows, um, uh, in concert twice. Uh, Puffy Yami Yumi, I've seen in concert twice. Uh, let's see.
2: Uh, you seem G- to be a lot more knowledgeable about this stuff than me.
1: Well, I guess. Jeff B. says, you will never see Megumi at a con again. Hershey had a bad experience at Anime America 96. Wow, it's been 20 years. Uh, Ray Air going back to when we talk about eclectic music, he goes, I refuse to listen to country, opera, the Bee Gees, disco, and Barry Manilow. You do realize, Regenerator, uh Chan and Skye will tie you down to a to a chair and make you listen to Barry. So, just he's actually
3: you. really good live.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Yes, I've gone to his
1: concerts at the Copa Copa Cabana. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I've also seen um, AKB48. Um, I also have seen... um, Puffy... No, no. KPP, Kyanryu, Pamyu, Pamyu in concert as well. And Jeff B just asked me, what if Noriko Hidaka did a concert in America? Yes. Yes, I would. And interesting story. Uh, My friend Toshi, who actually got a chance to be on... Noriko's uh, sh- um, radio show in Japan talking about Pokemon. That lucky dude. Mm. So I guess out of the three of us, I'm the only one that actually goes to like, the, I guess the con, the concerts. I guess
2: um, at a much higher rate than us, at least.
1: Oh yeah, flow I saw a live. That was amazing. Especially yeah, the whole thing yeah. is is one you go to more
3: conventions mm-hmm. that had all of these concerts at them because most of these concerts no longer happen.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, two, you live in New York, so it's much easier for you to go because they're not coming to Jersey. Can you blame them? N- no, because hey. it's, it's <laughs> nothing about Jersey. It's, they're going to go for the most central location that they can. So it's I know, New York city, it's Boston, it's LA. And, unfortunately, it's really fucking expensive to get into the
1: city. I know. I may,
2: I may have, have a, a shot because it might be Philadelphia every now and then.
1: But what about um, American albums? I mean, what Japanese would you like to see release an album here?
2: I'd like to go to a Jam Project show.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Of course, they got like, like all the uh, old, you know, like original lineup too, even with the, the current people. Hmm. That's because be you, you'd see Rika Matsumoto in concert, and I'd be all over that. But yeah, my taste in uh concerts isn't nearly as broad as yours
3: Ron I
1: want to see band maid Yes you you have no idea how much I want to go to SoccerCon to see them
3: And I want to see Lady Baby
1: You you can you can do that by yourself
3: <laughs> But yeah I mean I've got some Japanese music on my computer, but nothing that I would have to say, hey, I have to go see them. Except maybe Headphones President, which I didn't get to go see.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Th- they were great.
3: But, I mean, as good as her music is, it wouldn't be the band that I would be going to see. You'd be going it to would see be her. her.
1: Yeah. To
3: register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase Ash.
1: All right. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Um, that's basically it. And unfortunately, uh, no calls on the Skype line. So we're going to go ahead and close that up for tonight. As the thing goes, you snooze, you lose. All right. Who knows, we might have time for that other other news from Japan article. <laughs> All right. Now that we got that out the way. Time for news from Japan. Let's see. Oh I have to say mako you did good, but I had to I ended up finding one that I had to throw in there.
3: Yeah, I saw that, but I ended up looking into past things mm-hmm. uh, nothing... just to find stuff that was interesting.
1: Understandable. All right, why don't you go ahead and take the first one?
3: Okie dokie. After a man turned himself into police for, a refu- for refusing to pay for his meal, some wondered if he might be mentally ill. On the other hand, some suspect he might be saner than many in Japan. Mm. The mm. incident in question went down in Mobara City, Chiba Prefecture on january fifth. The suspect, a twenty two year old unemployed man, reportedly, went to, yeah. mm-hmm, reportedly went to reportedly went into into a restaurant and ordered a curry meal, which was nine eighty five. However, when it came time to pay, he simply refused. Instead, the man called the police number himself, and was promptly picked up on charges of fraud, and possibly abuse of the emergency number, since refusing to pay for curry is hardly an emergency. The next day, police said the man told them he had not eaten in about a week prior to the curry dinner, and that he only had 66 cents in his possession when he went to the restaurant. Yikes. Naturally, our instinct would be to feel sorry for this individual, but upon hearing the news, someone broke down the numbers on three distinct lifestyles, prison, salaryman, and welfare a young man like him might face. And then it's basically a translated version. Um, In prison, you get work payment given upon release. You work eight hours a day, no more, no less. Your start time is 7.50 until 4.30 with uh, a few minutes walk for your commute. Mm -hmm. You always get lunch. You always get dinner. After dinner, there's free time for TV or reading. There's no overtime pay because there's no overtime work. You get 15 minutes in the morning break and 15 minutes afternoon break. Mm -hmm. And weekends and holidays are guaranteed. The duration is on the crime. For a man. You get an average starting salary of $1,670 a month. Work hours are roughly over 10. You start work between 8.30 and 9 uh, 9 a.m., and you end between 9 p.m. and midnight. And your commute could be up to an hour on a crowded train. Some days you don't eat lunch, some days you don't eat dinner, and after dinner, you're working. You always have overtime, But may not get overtime pay. Breaks depend on your boss. And weekends and holidays are possibly spent working. Hmm. The duration is an automatic 40-year sentence. Now, for welfare, your income is about $1,080 a month. You don't work. uh, You start when sleep gets boring. (laughs) um, You end when you're sleepy enough to sleep. And you get to stay at home. But some days you don't eat. After dinner is free time for anything. But you don't get overtime. You don't get overtime pay.
4: Hmm.
3: All year is a break. And weekends and holidays are seven days a week. Duration is as long as you keep qualifying for it. So it could appear that this young man, when faced with these three possible life choices, initially took the welfare road. However, either he didn't qualify or the fixed payment of $1,080 per month didn't cover his living expenses. So we transferred to the prison option by committing the relatively light crime of dinner fraud, which should grant him three hot meals and a cot for at least a little time. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, basically, he's either very, very smart, which... Not for nothing. A lot of people end up doing because it's easier to go into prison than it is to find a job. Sometimes, um, or he's very, very stupid. And it really could be either way. Hmm.
2: Wait, well, you say one thousand eighty yen a month?
3: What? No, 1,080 it's one thousand eighty dollars a month.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, I was re- which, I was looking at that totally wrong.
3: Yeah, which not for nothing is more than I make in a month.
1: <laughs> I was getting more on that on when I was on, when I was collecting unemployment. Christ. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I would be able to pay all of my bills with that and still have money left over for a lot of shit. If that tells you anything on what I actually get paid. Oh. Because I got no money to spend on anything after I pay my bills.
1: Christ.
2: I got a feeling that's going to be me, too.
1: Trust me, I, I I feel your pain. All right, moving right along. All right, why don't you grab the next one?
2: <clears throat> okay. Old man chases Dennis with metal rod, threatens to make him taste the same pain. Ooh. Oh, boy. Like something in a badly written comedy sketch, the elderly man allegedly began chasing his dentist around the room, shouting, I'll make you taste the same pain. The wacky incident reportedly occurred on the morning of January 23rd in the examination room of an unnamed 42-year-old male dentist. The suspect, 79-year-old Kosuke Matsuzaka from Tomisato Chiba, stands accused of using a 30-centimeter or about a foot-long metal rod with a pointed tip to threaten the dentist. Despite being armed, Matsuzaka was quickly subdued by bystanders until the police could arrive to arrest him. The authorities are still investigating the incident, but according to the testimonies, Matsuzaka was receiving some new dentures, but complained that they didn't fit properly, causing him a great deal of physical discomfort. And readers of the news had to say, maybe the guy was a retired biker. Those two should start a comedy team. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the old guy just finished watching Mad Max. Uh, I guess the dentist struck a nerve. Oh god damn it. Like feisty old guy, isn't he? <clears throat> I blame all the video video like violent video games and anime these elderly people are exposed to. Ah, ah shoes on the other foot. <laughs> While the details are still unclear, we can't rule out the possibility that Matsuzaka had been the victim of dental malpractice and truly in an unbearable state of pain. Nevertheless, that's still no justification to attack a dentist with a metal bar.
3: I don't know. I've wanted to attack a dentist with a metal bar before. (laughs) Let
2: me guess. Something larger than that.
3: And very, very sharp with points, and it wouldn't go in his mouth.
2: (laughs) I'm just going to assume you mean up his ass, because... But yeah that
1: are you done now, Mako? Hmm? Are you done now, Mako John?
3: Talking about spike metal dildos, yeah.
1: Yeah, just wanted to make sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Dildos. Uh... (laughs) (sighs) Anywho. This next story I found was quite interesting, and I have to give credit to um, to Christopher, a fan of the show, who actually posted this article on our Facebook page. And don't forget, if, if you see something that's interesting, you can always share it to our page. We'll probably comment on it or pass it along. You know, you never know.
2: Or well, might end up on the show.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like this story right here modern-day samurai patrolling Tokyo's streets to fight the evils of littering. Littering.
2: Their hearts are in the right place, at least.
1: Yeah, it is. Hearts without morals shall be punished, Declares group, which is recruiting new members. With its mix of clothing shops, restaurants, bars, and clubs, Shibuya is one of Tokyo's most popular youth-oriented districts. The neighborhood is less prim and proper than Harajuku, but without descending into the high school, high-priced school, high sleeves of Roppongi's underbelly. And every weekend, you'll see waves after wave of young people flowing across Shibuya's world-famous Scramble intersection and into the street, into the street called Guy, which serves as the hub of the area's many entertainment options. As such, you can always find groups of students or young adults loitering around uh, Center Guy, waiting to meet up with friends and go to the next store on their shopping circuit or bar on their pub crawl. Unfortunately, when they do head off, some of them leave their trash behind, and Center Guy is one of the few places in Tokyo where you can always expect to see some litter on the ground. So, last Sunday, a group of Dash Young Samurai took it upon themselves to address the problem. The team of kimono-clad heroes stood tall as a patrol center guy, and wherever they spotted trash, they stopped, drew their tongs, with Kintana-inspired flourish, and got to cleaning all while wildly wondering what lout would do such a thing. While samurai were traditionally men, the group included at least one dashing young woman who can be seen dressed in the, re- in the red in the video on this article, chanting, hearts without morals shall be punished with her cohorts. Okay, okay, hold on for one second. I, 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 I have got to hear this shit. I, 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 I really do. Hold on here.
2: Sounds incredible.
1: What like life Say And they're actually swinging the tongue around. their... Ri- like, that's amazing. That's a- a- amazing.
2: These guys sound awesome to hang out with.
1: I would wear a, I would wear a kimono just, just to tag, just to go along with them. I seriously would.
2: Or at the very least, bust up the hakama pants.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought we would probably have time for the last, last uh, song, last article, but I don't think we're going to have time for that.
3: Oh, so we're not going to talk about the uh, Bananas.
1: I think we have
3: time for that. <laughs> Go right ahead, Marco. Char. So, yeah. Um, this is a recent story from India. A 25-year-old man was arrested for stealing a gold chain from a woman in the street, but he denied any wrongdoing. Police searched for the stolen necklace to use as evidence against him, but nothing turned up until they checked the least likely of places. The man's stomach. Uh. An x-ray revealed that the man had swallowed the necklace in an effort to try and hide his crime. A variety of methods were suggested to get the necklace back, an enema that was attempted and failed, surgery which was deemed too expensive, and others. But it was the last suggestion that everybody seemed to get on board with, feeding the man bananas until he pooped out the stolen necklace. Yeah. Um, That shit was bananas. (laughs) According to Mumbai police, Senior Inspector Shankar uh, Danavade, the man was force-fed 40 bananas throughout the day until the necklace finally made an appearance. The police had the man wash and disinfect the necklace, and now it is most likely being used as evidence in his ongoing trial. (sighs) Yeah, we have to imagine it's going to be hard for the man to make an argument against his guilt, considering the stolen goods literally came out from inside of him.
2: And it smells of bananas and shit.
3: Yeah, um, while some, say, well, some may question the police force's use of bananas to retrieve the necklace rather than, say, laxatives... The case is not without precedent. Last July, a suspect was fed two dozen bananas and laxative-laced milk to retrieve a similarly swallowed gold chain. And a few months ago, uh, another suspect was force-fed five five dozen bananas when he quote-unquote hid a gold chain and pendant by swallowing it. There's a very important lesson to learn from this story. Crime doesn't pay potassium. Oh. Oh. Or it wa- or was it Always know your right to appeal Well either way Boo! I think we can all Boo agree justice was-, justice was ripe Fully served okay. You're doing yeah. this on
2: purpose now aren't you
3: Yeah I-, I had to finish off the pun Sorry You're not punny I think I'm pretty not punny helping, mama. What did I say I'm pretty punny I'm sorry It's
1: not like I slipped up.
2: Oh, God damn it. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) And as Rageator says, our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Mako-chan is taking pun lessons from me.
3: No, I'm just repeating what's already written. Sorry.
1: Yes. That and... We destroyed uh, Drunami's joke book, but I think Shane must have resurrected it.
2: That's it, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I think those puns were p- were pretty bad. They were they weren't ripe at all. No, they weren't.
3: Stop while you're ahead.
1: What? I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Shall we take our break?
2: Yes, please.
1: Yes. We'll be back. But There was a mention of one more song in the chat room. I believe I could play one more song for you guys. It should load right up.
2: God damn it, really?
4: Thank you. <laughs>
1: Hey, I wasn't the one who asked about playing Barry Manilow, okay? You can thank Shinji Akari for that one.
3: Excuse me while I mute my microphone. (laughs) Here we go.
2: Oh, please, let us know what you're really saying, Marco.
1: She's singing along. That's what she's doing. (laughs) A- and dancing
4: each other for so
1: long. Dance magic dance Oh god Actually wrong. I might have to track down this album Because I'm actually liking the covers That he's doing Are you are you to quite sing done, Marco? You, never gonna
0: make you cry, never gonna swing, I got
2: grip-rolled by Barry Manilow. My dignity has at an all-time low.
1: Oh, don't say that. This is Barry roll. Shut up. You are bar- yeah. It was Barry roll. Yeah. Remember, I ha- I have done this to y'all before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, God. Are we done? I yes, think hopefully. Sure. Yes. Okay, that was a fun... That was fun. And we actually caught up for lost time, too. I think I'm going to go and find that album and, and put it on my phone. <laughs> okay. If you like what you heard tell a friend, the intro, tell another friend, and so on and so forth, we're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, we do this for the fun of it, so, you have any ideas, suggestions, planes, trains, automobiles, flames, all that good stuff, you can drop us a line at, um, podcasts at AnimeJamSession.com, again, that's podcasts at AnimeJamSession.com, tell us what's up, we are here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post all of our podcast episodes, uh, convention reviews, links to our photo galleries, links to our videos, and other interesting things that we come across. Um, if you have trouble getting a hold of our podcast, you can always find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, uh, Groove, TuneIn Radio, and coming soon to Google Play. Check out our YouTube page at YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. That's where we keep all of our convention videos, so you definitely want to check those out. If you want to follow us on YouTube and see what videos that we like, we share, or our own content, you can find me at YouTube.com slash DJVonMass. Ari is at Ari22682. And you can find Mako Chow over at Juke Luna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session is our official Twitter feed. Uh, follow us there for when we're going live, conventions, we're going to, and other cool stuff that we may share and tag along for y'all to check out. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at twitter.com slash DJRMS. Ari is at the Ari Man. And you can find Makachan of at JoVidea. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just want to say to everyone who has liked our page, thank you so much. We really appreciate you guys liking our page and all and everything that we do. As long as you continue to like our page, we'll always bring you more content, links to stuff, more competitive coverage. That's what we're here for, uh, to the best of our abilities. If you want to follow us um, individually on Facebook, you can. You can find me at facebook.com slash I am or That DJ Guy. You can find Ari at Ari Rockefeller. And you can find Mako Chan over at Makoto Mako Chan Kino. Uh, let's see, what else is there? Ah, if you like what we do here on the VOG Network, you definitely check out some of the other uh, geek podcasts here on VOG, which is the Voice of Geeks, the Voice of Geeks Network. There's the Soundboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Guys on the Show. Uh... Now we go around the room. Last words, Ari.
2: I need to get back to playing The Division.
1: Fair enough. Last
3: words, mako Um, I'm going to go watch NCIS New Orleans because it's going to be a good episode and I don't want to wait.
1: My last words is um, I'm just going to fix my dinner, catch with TV, and go to bed. That is it. End of list. We'll be back here next week, next Tuesday. Same podcast time and same podcast station. We're going to hurry up and get the heck up on out of here. So, I'm Ronma. I'm Mari. And I'm Makochan. chan Great fight. Great night. See you next week. See ya. Night. <sighs> Say goodnight, night, chan Night, If I wanted that, I would watch Ronma What one half the movie Big Trouble in Nuckle Long China.
2: Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go clean the blood out of the inside of my earphones.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh. Ow. Oh, god damn you. God damn you. Good night, everybody.